When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to the Copyright Podcast, it's Mick, and I'm joined once again by Jamie Carragher, and he messing now, it's Christian, how are you doing lad? Yeah good, and it's almost as good as Jamie Carragher to be honest, so, <laughs> <laughs> not as good, but almost. You're, you're taller than him. You might, you yeah. might, you might, you might be faster than them as well. Yeah, Probably taller, not. faster, heavier, stronger. That's the thing. Better looking. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't I know. Th- I think Carragher's got better with age. If I'm, if I, if I may say yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know he's a. I think the grey suits him. I think the beard suits him as well. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a fancy lad, looking he's, good. He's a, he's a grey fox. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a really great show, Mick, to to start with. Uh, I listened to it uh, yesterday, obviously, um, or the day before that, to be honest, because now the days go so quickly, so I can't even remember <laughs> when you did the show. But yeah, I listened to it, and I thought it was great. And um, great questions, great answers, interesting for everyone, really. So good on you, mate. No worries, yeah. It was a bit nerve-wracking. Fucked up the intro at the start again, and I was like... <laughs> Just typical, and I was like, "Oh, Carrie, gonna have to jump back out and jump back in." And he was like, "Ah, oh, he, he was this knobhead, amateur." Uh, but now we got there in the end. And, yeah, uh, then then you got going, and he thought you were nice kids. So now now you're going out for a bevy next time, mate. Oh, yeah, <laughs> moving to moving to boot on next week. <laughs> no, that was uh, good. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, then uh, please do. The, it's yeah, it was amazing. He's such a he's such a good guy, and yeah, obviously just. Sky Sports stuff and stuff he does now is like even that like amazing as well. Like the stuff, the detail that they go into on Monday Night Footy and all that is like just I could I could I said to him I could have talked to him for days, but um mm. but thirty five minutes was was enough, I think. Yeah, but the thing is also like with Neil Maller when he was on the show, uh you, you get the more personal view of for now, then um, Jamie Carragher, like if you see him on television, obviously he needs to be professional in his in his job. And when he was a player, you know. The only thing they did was like interviews uh, after games or before games and that kind of stuff. You never really heard anything outside that. But now when he's, you know, more in like TV and he got the chance to be in this on this show with you, uh, you get you get a more of a feeling that you actually get to know him a little bit more. Even if he answers questions about his career and uh, pundit work and all that kind of stuff, you still get the more personal Jamie Carragher, which I like. You know, he had a little bit of a laugh. He was thinking of the questions that you actually asked him, he couldn't get, find an answer straight away. So he's not a robot, like he used to have these replies like you think he would have. He's actually had to think about them and, oh, I've never been asked that before and all that kind of stuff. So I like that because it's it feels more genuine, which I uh, appreciate myself when listening, listening to pods. So that was good. Yeah, I, I think it's just the danger is like just like asking the questions that he's been asked like thousands of times. So just try to make a bit different. Yeah, but if if you haven't listened to that, please go and do it. We'd really appreciate it. But yeah, let's talk about. Should we just swerve Brighton? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to talk about Brighton, aren't we? Unfortunately. 
we, we can just give it a little bit of a. You just say it was shy to move on, or <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we have to. I suppose we have to talk about it because we've we were going to do a, a show after it, but we just couldn't find the time. But I think it's good that we're doing it now because we've got. I don't think it's a direct comparison between performances, but it's like in terms of like on field energy, uh, pressing, determination. I think it's like the chalk and cheese in terms of what Brighton was and what Wolves was. So I think it's nice yeah. to have that, that balance or that comparison that we've got now between the two of what we can do when we we set our stall out in the in the right way and have the right people in the in the team as well. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a really good point to actually um, get on with Brighton and then. Um, talk about Wolves because they are two different games but it's also two different starting 11s so that's a good balance yeah pretty much eight eight changes weren't it but um yeah Brighton uh <laughs> fucking hell Solly March gets two uh Welbeck unfortunately gets another which is just that was even worse obviously as an ex-Man United player but we just were not at the races at all like you could just see I think we mentioned on the preview like if you if he goes four three three and just kind of goes right, I'm just going to keep telling these lads to do the exact same stuff with the where we haven't got the right people. Maybe to carry it out properly, it's going to be the same issue. And we were obviously being optimistic, like oh, if we if he does do that, we might be a bit better and closer spaces and make it a bit better. But turned out it weren't. And Klopp said after the game, like it's um, it's you can't remember a worse game, which I think. Says it all. I think the Wolves game was like his 410th Liverpool game. So to say that the Brighton game was the worst of them all, I don't know if he means the worst of his whole career. <laughs> I mean, if if that's the that's the case, that's even worse. But definitely the worst in his in his Liverpool career, weren't it? Yeah, and you know, from from the start, it looked really really bad. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know. You know, you felt straight away. Um, that something wasn't right, and we we felt that in the previous games as well. But we talked about, you know, ahead of the Brighton game that we needed to, you know, change and we needed to make sure we put an effort in and all that kind of uh, kind of stuff. So um, I'm just thinking now when we're looking at it back, and we will talk about Wolves as well that uh, it was two totally different games, and it's also very interesting when Klopp comes out and says it's probably the worst game that he's ever, you know, had to manage as a manager. Um, uh, I can't remember if he said in his career or if it's only Liverpool. But uh, anyway, um, it was a really shy performance, and it felt like we did we didn't have anything in the in the game at all. So I was disappointed with that because, like we've been talking about, I just want the boys to put an effort in to actually fight, even if the the game doesn't work. You know, the game plan doesn't work. I just feel like if you still fight for hundred percent, you can have something out of the game. But I felt like Brighton was totally over us, like straight away. Even though the first half was okay in terms of not conceding a goal, uh, the first one like we usually do, um, uh, that was okay. But uh, there was nothing else to take from it. So I just thought if we can go out in the second half and be, you know, try to just find a way to not lose the game, uh, that would be good. But uh, yeah, we <laughs> it didn't take long, did it? Didn't take long at all. Apologies there if you heard any noises. I think it's my phone interacting with the with the mic, so hopefully it's better now. Um, I think there was a few issues in the car I go on, so apologies for that as well. I think it just went 
holding my phone a bit too close to the... Uh, it's to definitely maybe... better now in my ears, mate. Oh, okay, cool. That's all right. That's all right. Um, but yeah, Brighton, like you said, it was just a bit of a, a bit of a car crash, really, in terms of what we were trying to do. Gakpo plays up top, out of position as well, because he's a left winger, isn't he? Uh, Salah played on the right, Ox left. Yeah, it was, the t- it was the team we expected, and even Brighton without Trossard, who is our arch nemesis and like, likes to score loads of goals against us, even without him. Like the energy in midfield, Caicedo and McAllister and Lalana, of course. Matoma was a nightmare, like we mentioned on the preview. He's a danger man, and he was. he's just so quick. And yeah, Trent doesn't deal well with tricky fast wingers and if you put them up against him it's difficult if especially if he hasn't got the protection to kind of double up against people um but i noticed noticeably um i don't know i don't i don't am i english i noticed noticeably um i noticed it more <laughs> that in the wolves game um when adama Traore was getting the ball we were quick to leg it over there and, and kind of Double team him, like get two on him, just because I think if it's one v one, he's gonna be, he's gonna beat you easily. But if you at least put two on him, you're making his mind up that he has to just pass it back to the right back or whoever else. And we made we made those decisions a bit better, and just the energy was better. And like we said, the I mean, I don't want to talk about Brighton too much because it was just literally like we can all collectively agree it was a pile of shit. Klopp agrees that it was a pile of shit. The players know that they were all coming out like tweeting and putting stuff on Instagram saying it's not good enough and whatever else and I hate that though <laughs> I, I, I mean yeah I, I don't really like it as well I'd rather you just like not say nothing just give us radio silence crack on with exactly training because and, and crack it, on it just it. bites you in the arse when you know you, you say that you come out on social media and say that's not good enough and the next game you're shit again it happened before, so it could have easily have happened again. Uh, but uh, this time, obviously, with another starting eleven against Wolves um, last night, uh, was a different story. So, yeah. Well, uh, what do you think? Should we leave Brighton, or is there anything else you would like to take from that game? I honestly don't think there's anything we can t- take from it, really. <laughs> Apart from it's like, like we said, the worst game. That's like the barometer now. Like if you ever getting towards the levels of that, that's when you know you're fucked. But I think we can it can it can serve as a reminder to not be not be that shit again. I think that's the only that's the only positive you can take. I think we were just we were just outplayed. Like Carragher mentioned in the in the, the part of them with him. It's this season's been like basketball games where they they go forward, we go forward and whatever else. But we just got battered by Brighton. We just got absolutely absolutely annihilated they just played us perfectly passing around us energy everything and, sco- that we- and scoring two quick goals like that just making exactly. sure that they killed us straight away because the first goal obviously we, we can come back from because we have done that before as well but as soon as they score a second one really quick and uh, we, we knew it was over so that that felt like okay there's nothing to do here just you know move on to another game exactly uh it just hit us the just everything Everything we're not, they they produced, and of course we're going to talk about wolves. But be, in beating wolves, we um, we now pr- play Brighton in the next round, which I think is a bit bit of a. I mean, Klopp got asked about that, and he was like, "I'm not going to start like being a big mouth saying, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that.'" But I think we can right some wrongs in that game as well, which is going to be 
interesting, but we need to, yeah. It's a, ch- it's a chance for us to turn things right, you know, to yeah, actually exactly. go, go there and actually put a performance in. It doesn't mean that we will win because Brighton is actually a really good team, but we get a chance to actually go there and, and put in a, you know, a, a much better performance with fighting spirit, and that's what we expect. And if we can actually also play some football like we did against Wolves, um, you know, there's, there's a much better chance. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go for it and make things right. Exactly, and, and just on, let's just move on to Wolves then, because I don't think there's. That, I mean, we mentioned what went wrong. Brighton were very good. We weren't very good. Um, yeah, in terms of like, I mean, top four and stuff. Like, it's going to be ten points behind now. Uh, with 20 games left I mean there's 60 points to play for um, but it's going to it's going to be a a difficult task isn't it now especially I mean we took a step in the right direction with the Wolves game which we're going to come on to now but it's going to be difficult to to claw back those um, those points isn't it yeah and uh, you know we have to start somewhere and that will be Chelsea on Saturday obviously in the Premier League so uh, at home at Anfield as well um, even if it's an early kickoff. uh you know that's the that's the start over if you like we we need to do it because now we're playing home because uh, we played Brentford away we played Brighton away that's been that's been tough for us um, conceding many goals not playing well we played against Wolves last night in the FA Cup away and was a good much better performance football wise so if we can actually take that with us and the energy from that game into the Chelsea game and start with actually taking three points against them on Saturday that will be. You, you, like the like the cliche, like we take game by game. You know, we only focus on the next game. This is that's what we need to do. We can only focus on the next game to get three points. What whatever the other teams do, we can't. We you know we can't do anything about it except for winning the games that we play ourselves. So that's the only thing I will focus on as a supporter now. Like next game, try to just put a performance in and get the three points to make sure that we try to uh, not have a bigger gap up to the top four, but to actually try to. Um, Decrease it. That's the right word, isn't it? Decrease. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Increase is opposite, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Decrease, decrease the gap between yeah the points. Yeah, yeah. yeah good, good one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. like, if the, if it's not your you know native language and you sometimes have words, it's like which one is is it that actually means the right thing here? But yeah, good. Well, I, I just said no, notice that was noticeably. So I'm just yeah, I'm just as bad. You can you can speak English better than me, lad. So. Um, yeah, <laughs> Wolves was. <laughs> Let's go on to Wolves because it was much, much better. Eight, eight changes. So the only people that kept their place was Thiago, Gakpo, and Kanate. If I'm, if I'm correct there. So eight changes. So Carvalho came in, Elliot came in, Bercetic, Keita, Simikas, Gomez, Milner, and Kelleher. So yeah, I mean, when you saw the lineup. How were you feeling? Were you were you a bit um, filled with trepidation? Let's start using some good words. Uh, or was you like, <laughs> was you happy that we've got Pachetic in there? Um, obviously, Carvalho coming back in, Elliot coming back in, Cater like there's Simicass always puts in a massive shift. Milner back for some leadership. Kelleher because he deserves a chance and Gomez in his in the centre back position. So there was a, a nice few changes and a load of fresh lads in there who wanted to come in and make I don't know make like make it like well I'm going to come in play as well as I can and you won't be able to leave me out for the Chelsea game. That's that's the way you've got to look at it. Yeah, I I, I was happy and excited to be honest because I felt the the starting eleven against um, 
against Brighton, you know, was one of the best that we could put out on the field at that moment. We had, you know, obviously the injuries and uh, Darwin couldn't play and all that. But when I looked at this and I saw the youngsters and I saw Elliot playing out more vi- wide and you had um, Bajsetic coming on and I really like him. You know, he's young and very talented and and all that. And then also with Carvalho getting the chance, uh, seeing Gakpo again, even if he played, you know, as a striker and probably out of position as well, even if he can play there. I felt, you know, even with, with James Miller coming in, because I felt like he's someone, he's a prof, you know, he's a proper professional football player, even if he's come to age and he's probably seen his end of his career, probably in Liverpool. But, uh, you know, you could tell straight away uh, in some moments early in the game that he put in some tackles and some, you know, challenges where I felt like that's the spirit, that's the way, that's the thing I want to see because you show by example and that will take, you know, that, that will make the youngsters that play in actually to see and to follow suit like to actually understand what it's all about because that's what you need to do especially if you're not playing well and you want to try to win games as well but i, I thought against wolves this team i felt like yeah we, well we have a chance but it's also a chance that we lose because of the uh the youngsters but you know as soon as we started playing you know the first like five ten minutes i felt like we're in here i could see that we actually had good combination um uh, passes and you know we played um breaking the lines. I, f- I felt it was much more better than we've seen for a long time, to be honest. And that was all due to the older youngsters and actually having another midfield that I could actually drive the uh, ball forward and all that. So I was really happy with the uh, starting eleven. I was really happy with the start of the game as well and how we actually started straight away without just being sloppy and tired. It looked like we had energy and that was exciting me a lot when I started to watch it on TV. So I was like, yeah, come on. This would be brilliant, even if we lose, to be honest. I just want to see the performance. Yeah, I think we've mentioned like the energy's been not there for for a while, like bas- basketball type games, and then yeah, getting beat by Brentford and Brighton just being a shit show and not I mean trying to trying to close spaces but not being able to, like Klopp mentioned, and as like as Brighton like post match press, it was like just we can't we we're, we're too slow to tackles, we're not closing spaces and then that's what we wanted to see, and we saw it straight away. Like like you mentioned, Bacetic coming in, only eighteen. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a clip I posted on our Twitter page, like just of, of him doing like a turn, which is just sent one of their midfielders for an echo, and I just fucking I loved it. And I, I mean, got loads of like dead dead angry, proper angry Evertonians <laughs> in the comments going, "Oh, well done, he's turned with the ball. Oh, I learned that when I was five. Like fuck off, mate. It's not it's not it's not a touch and turn. It's a Knowing your surroundings and just like exactly shifting your space, it's it was it was Thiago like, and it's only a it's only a very very small thing. It's not like we're going, yes, this is a trophy, like whatever. It's just nice to see players like learning because he's obviously learned that from a Thiago because Thiago does that. Yeah, and it's game, so yeah, and it's awareness as well. Like you said, you know your surroundings, you read the game, you know where your opposition player is in the situation, and you cover the ball and you turn him away with your body, like just you know switch your feet a little bit and make sure you take the ball with you in your while you're taking your steps forward. So that's the thing. Like not many players actually do that. A lot. Thiago does it because he just... So you create space for yourself bringing the ball forward by just, like you said, you're just switching your ball a little bit. You're like showing you're doing one thing, then you're doing another thing the next and your the opposition is gone. The, the player is gone. So it's not just like, yeah. oh, I, I, I learned to do that when I was five. You have to do it in the right moment and in the right situation and to actually be able to execute it like that, to be able to create space for yourself and to, to make sure like... 
you cover the ball because if you lose it in that moment, obviously it will be dangerous. So it's not just like, oh, it's easy. It's something that comes with obviously experience and that you learn from it, but it's also creates loads of space going forward. So you win loads of seconds by doing that. So th that was brilliant. So even if it was just that turn, that's brilliant. Just keep on doing it and learn from the best, which is Thiago, obviously. But like you said, Bicetic, I thought, you know, he's only 18, but he's, plays, he's, he's, he's playing like he's been playing for a long time. He's very mature in his um, decision-making. He's very mature in his passing. He doesn't, you know, get um, ahead of himself. You know, he's really, really calm and nice on the ball. And I think, you know, he looks quite, you know, strong as well. So I'm really looking forward to what he could become, you know, in terms of now when we're talking about Fabinho being out of form. But we've got this young kid who's actually very hungry, very good on the ball, very good with passing and actually directing the game as well from that position. So, I, I just want to see him play more now. I just like there. Let's let's you know just put him into to the uh, yes Chelsea. Chelsea starting eleven straight away because I just loved what I saw. But that's probably because we've been so really bad <laughs> lately. So that's you're cool. so excited just to see someone play football. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, because someone's done like someone put up like a um, like a highlight reel and it's all like. It's all basic stuff, but it's because he's energetic and it's because he, he's got he's got great awareness and he's gonna have moments where he gives the ball away. I think there was one in the first half where he tries to play like a cross field pass and yeah, passes not, it to the worst yeah. player, Adama Traore, and they have a they have a chance and he kinda of holds his hand up and goes, Oh, sorry, lads, but he's got the confidence to try stuff and if you've got an eighteen year old kid in there, they're gonna make mistakes. But to be fair, like we've had Fabinho in there, and he's making loads of mistakes, and he he, sh he should be like he should be in his peak, like just fucking cruising through games, crushing into tackles, pushing us forwards, breaking lines, like doing everything. The defensive midfielder, like you look at a Rodri, for example, who I think is just getting better and better. Unfortunately, I, like obviously Man City, uh, but he is just for me, he's the he's the pinnacle of defensive midfielder. He he really is amazing. I think. Fabinho should be doing something similar to that, and, that, yeah. and that's the thing. And now you've got, we've got the Chechens coming and doing. Obviously, it's different levels of of doing it, and against different, like obviously Wolves aren't that great. They're not in a great vein of form or whatever. Like quite and um, in the league, and now they're out the cup as well. So, uh, but it was just nice to see him. Like, like I said, alongside Thiago and felt Cater coming in. I thought I thought they were all good. Like they were all closing the spaces yep. down. And I know we know Cater gets a lot of grief and whatever, but. And because we can't trust his body, but at least he, he does close down, and he's he's not fast, but he he's got energy, energy, and he's got enough pace to close spaces. And I thought as a as a trio, I thought they they done it they done it really well, didn't they? Yeah, and I thought like Keita together with Elliot on that side, you know, had a little bit of a uh, combination play as well between them, and together with James Milner as well. So I thought. Um, it looked really good. And with Keita as well, like you said, we can't trust his body. He's, uh, <laughs> he's like almost injured all the time. Uh, so to see him coming back and actually putting a performance like that, it just makes me think and hope that he can, you know, be a player to rely on this season coming forward uh, and going forward now because... Obviously, uh, there were talks and rumours about, you know, his contract and extensions talks being um, uh, stopped or, just, you know, uh, not happening because maybe he don't want to stay because he wants to be sure of playing, you know, first team football. Um, and we're not sure maybe because of the problems that he, ha uh, that he have had with his injuries. So it might be that he leaves. Uh, but if we can actually put in a performance for us uh, the rest of the season, I'm very happy to see him play because of what he actually brings with 
uh, legs and power and driving the ball forward as well and having this combination game uh, play with uh, with like the likes of Harvey Elliott when he played on wide and maybe with Salah uh, going forward as well. So that was really good. Um, so I was happy with his performance. I was happy with everyone's performance. I thought Cavalli was good as well. So that's the thing when, especially with the midfield also, like if 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 they are actually closing down players to win the ball quickly and can pass it around and find spaces and you know put balls in through uh, their midfield and find players that comes into space there and they can turn and you know put in a performance with a combination player in the offensive uh, uh, side of the pitch then it starts being dangerous as well uh, straight away you can see that oh this is good like you see the intention of the game or the game plan and how he wants to play and you know make sure that wolves had issues and problems with us with i could what i could see from the start and we haven't showed that for a long long time every time we play everything goes into like a you, you talked about like basketball i i say it more like handball like you just pass it around the um uh, the opposition penalty box and nothing really happens. It just goes around and around and then you pass it back again to try to find another solution. But this time against Wolves, so you saw, you know, a little bit of combination uh, just outside their penalty box. Someone taking, you know, passing and moving straight away, getting it back. You put in some balls in space into the penalty box and they try to turn and you find little flicks and stuff. And that what makes it hard for the for the opposition to try to defend because it's not too... It's, it's so much harder to actually, you know, try to defend something that goes quick and it's not as predictable. So that's easy to actually find space and come uh, to um, points where you can try to finish and, and score goals. But the way we've been playing lately, it's just been quite easy for, for, you know, the opposition to defend against because we don't ask too many questions. So the whole team put in that great performance in the way we played. So I was really pleased, even if it was just 1-0. I thought, you know, the performance was good. So that's what we need to bring to, to Chelsea. Definitely. I think it's, like I said, the Brighton game was a baseline to never be that shit again. But I think the <laughs> Wolves game, like I said, it wasn't a direct comparison. Like it wasn't like from really bad to amazing, but it was a much improved. So we just need to, not, we just need to have that as like, I think, like it's definitely a like Harvey Elliott mentioned after the game, it's a confidence boost. Like it has to be, and, and like his his yeah. goal in itself, like um, thirteen minutes in, and I mean when we score an early goal, it's better because we're, we're we're inclined, we're quite nicely inclined to concede goals quite often these days. So to get an early goal in the way that we did, it was hell. It was a hell of a strike, wasn't it? Yeah, it was lovely. Like you, you didn't expect that. You, I, you could tell that he was going to, you know, shoot. Uh, and I, first, you think like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> At that moment, because you're thinking, you know, he got the options to pass it. You know, they a few players came in, you know, sprinting towards goal, and he came with the ball. And then you think like, you leave it to the, you know, go wide, or you try to put it into to space in the middle or whatever. But then he actually goes for fin- to finish himself and puts on that shot and actually goes in. I, I, you know, the thing is first, I just thought, like, did he actually shoot? Because it looked so, it didn't look like it was, like, loads of power behind it. But it was, like, just, like, sailing over the goalkeeper because he probably saw him was a little bit out of his yeah, line. So, fun. yeah. So, that was uh, that was a great goal. And I, I'm happy for him because he had a lot of stick as well on social media, which, which is somewhere where, you know, people get sticks for, you, you know, breathing, I would say. But, uh, yeah. you know, he, because he played in the midfield uh, three where he probably not, 
comes into his best position when the midfield is not working. He's because he's not the fastest or strongest player. Even he comes into you know uh, situations where it's an issue for him when he plays with midfielders not in form like Fabinho. But now when he come, came out wide and played that, you know, I thought it was much much better. It, more things happen, more creative, and you know, uh, like and like you said, he he, he scores a goal. So good on him and good for us. Exactly. It was a yeah. It was one. Of, it was one of them where he's he's that far out, and you're like, he's not the type to score from that area. So you're not Gerard, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> in your brain you're going, oh fucking hell, don't shoot, oh, get in, like one of them, just like fucking like. But the thing yeah. is, like, we need, we want play, like Javier Elliott needs to score more goals. So if he's getting confident to have shots from outside the area, and and it's something that we need to start doing more and being better at it. Because there was quite a few shots. I remember one second half from Keita where he just hits it with his left foot and then he goes out for a throw-in. And you're like, fucking hell. But Gakpo had a few just yeah. close. I think one he nearly hit the corner flag with as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so just just rushing the shots a little bit. But we need to have... I'm sure that's something they've told them. Like, if you get into good areas on the edge of the box, just have a go. Just have a go. Like, there's no point, like, oversimplifying it. Like, trying to get it out wide and pass it in. Um if there's a good opportunity to them, I mean, even if you just get just get on target, try and get a corner, like try and and we'll try and get something off the corner. It's just building, building those little building blocks to try and get Liverpool into into dangerous areas. But if yeah. we get if the midfield can get more confidence from scoring goals, then it, I mean, it works, it works perfectly for us, doesn't it? So, um, I mean, and that that game is a great platform. Thirteen minutes gone, um, and then I thought like we had, I mean, BBC. Um, broadcast a match and at half time they showed like quite a few moments where our press was just like that's the press you want to see like cl- closing down Harvey Elliott like you said in the in the wide area which just legging it like left back over to the keeper and then once once that press has ended it would then be uh, Gakpo would take over and then Carvalho was putting in a shift and you could see Klopp like really Give, like giving him the plaud that's saying like well done closing down like just just showing a bit of energy and passion and like just just exactly. very basic stuff that we thought we should already be doing but it was nice to see it like in a way like where we we get the win and and we keep a clean sheet as well and yeah there's a stat there's a stat from that you know all of us that uh Ooh. it was our first first away clean sheet in a domestic fixture since um since we played everton in september Oh, okay, yeah. So well, that is yeah. crazy shit. To be fair, so that that's a yeah. long, long time ago. So that's something. And I mean, I've mentioned several times on recent shows about like our away form and stuff in the Premier League. Obviously, this wasn't, but I mean, away form has just been horrific. So the fact that we've won the game, got through, uh, got lucky in the the original game with the uh, VAR decision. We get, we've, but we've got through. Um, we're not out of the cup yet, and it gives us confidence going into into Chelsea, which is, I mean, is it ninth versus tenth? So that's that's going to be that's the next yeah. that's the next one, which is going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I know that's going to be a big game as well, just because of the where we are in the in the table, uh, and you know, going from this game now with a bit of self confidence boost, hopefully. Uh, it will be a big game, and we, like I said before, we need to start taking the three points there and just, you know, start going again. But uh, you mentioned uh, uh, us not conceding a goal, and I thought the defensive line was brilliant last night as well. Obviously, with Keller coming in, always always doing a good job. Like, you know, I feel safe when he's playing. He's good with his feet. He's good, you know, in there. He's he's a really really good goalie. You know, I think you know if it wasn't for Allison. Um, 
obviously uh, who is one of the best in the world but you know with Calais being a backup goalie you know he could play for loads of good teams in the Premier League you know being the first choice as a goalkeeper I think he's brilliant and he's still young you know he's only like 23 24 something like that I think um so I, I, I feel for him that he's not actually playing regularly because I think you know he's he's that good so you know we'll see if he actually um stays in the long term because I understand you know obviously he loves uh, Liverpool but he wants to play um, first in football so we'll see but I thought he was good and uh, what I liked as well like you said with the you know defending and to make sure that Wolves didn't come to too many dangerous situations uh, James Milner like I mentioned yeah he might be like 37 and one of the oldies and all that but when he tracked back and put tackles in and actually make sure made sure that Wolves player coming down to the um you know, to the corners and trying to, you know, put crosses in. He was there to block them or even if it, you know, goes out for a corner. It's a he defended the ball from going in. And sometimes he even won the balls like doing that. And that's just something when the oldest player that you have puts in that performance and shows like this is what you have to do when you defend it. Like that's an example for Trent to look at, to be honest, because even if we love Trent for his offensive uh, attributes, sometimes when he defends, it feels like he's all, always a little bit behind. So the crosses can come in. He doesn't cover and make sure that he's, you know, covering the, the direction of the cross or whatever you want to like. You understand what I mean? Um, that's what James Miller did. Like many times, uh, last night, and I was like, "That's the way you need to make sure you're in the right position to just be, you know, in 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 the way of the cross. Even if it's a corner, yeah, okay, it's a corner. Then we go again and defend, obviously, the corner. But you know, we need to make sure that they don't put balls into uh, uh, dangerous positions. So it was the same with uh, Konata, I think, and Gomez as well. They they played well. They uh, were, you know, heading balls away when the crosses came in, and it felt like everyone was in the right position. And that's you're in the right position because you put in a hundred percent fight in performance as well. You make sure you're in the right positions straight away and win the ball. That's what we haven't done. Um, lately and we always been like a few steps away from the situation where the ball lands and that's what creates uh, dangerous uh, situations for the opposition as well but I thought the defensive line was brilliant so yeah just continue with that make sure you're always you know there first and it will be alright yeah I've got another staff on Milner for you um, he's, the, he's only the seventh outfield player to play for Liverpool when aged 37 and over Obviously, Gary Mack's in there and King Kenny's in there as well. A couple of others. Uh, but yeah, I agree, Milner. Like, just just a couple of times where he, he looked down the line and there was no one there. So he just ran with it, got a throw in, got a free kick, whatever. whatever. Just like, just, just, just experience. But obviously, like, he picks up loads more injuries now because he's 37. Fair enough. Like, but as a, yeah, yeah. in that position, like, not his position, but I think, I think it's, a good position for him, especially if we if we, when we need someone who's going to show leadership as well, like give us that extra. Always extra. the fight. Yeah, yeah, and just show yeah. the lads what how how to do things, like you said before. So, but that's the thing coming out of 1986. That's James Miller and me. You know, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> 1986. What a year! It was good. It was a good year. That. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we got we got through it anyway. It was it was uh, much improved. It was nice. Yeah. It was, yeah, loads of good positives in there. Um, keeping the clean sheets, of course, winning the game, getting through. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, Brighton in the next round. So that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, but Chelsea is up next, and we will be doing a proper... Uh, obviously, we're not going to do it now because the show will be like four hours long. Uh, but 
yeah, Chelsea early early doors on Saturday. What what are your what are your thoughts on that one? Like uh, before we obviously we'll, we'll do a proper preview on on Friday. Yeah, like I said, it's an important game because, like you said, nine and tenth in the table. You know, it's like a rivalry just there. <laughs> uh, to who, who's gonna grab the points if 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 all all three points? Obviously, it could be you know ending a draw as well. But you know that's the thing. Like both teams in bad forms uh, in Premier League. Um, both teams with injury issues, uh, both teams under pressure, loads of pressure when it comes to, you know, grabbing a Champions League spot, if that's still possible or not, then we will see. But uh, that's the thing. Both teams need to go for it. That's the thing. Chelsea, even if, you know, they are playing away uh, at Anfield, they can't just be holding back and think like, okay, we can, we can do with a draw here. Well, in one way, yes, they can, because it's always like that when you're away, you should be happy with a point when you play, you know, the, the bigger teams or whatever. But in this situation, both teams need to try and go for it because both teams need three points to try to just actually go for, you know, getting higher up on the table. So it's a very important game for us. And I'm just happy that we don't play them away now that we're actually at Anfield. So that's that's my view on it now. And um uh, I don't know. We talked about it. We would probably talk about it, but you know, it's a it's a question now whether you know a player like Bayesetic would you know go in and play against Chelsea or not. Is is he too inexperienced to actually play against? And will it be Fabinho or would Klopp actually go for someone who shows that you know he's actually in some kind of form? So that's some questions we probably talk about next time when we're back. But uh, I will just take one thing from the Wolves game again uh, as well. Like we 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 saw Ben Dodo coming on again for Liverpool in the end. And straight away, what a player he will be. Like, he's absolutely amazing. I just, you know, yes, we saw Salah come, came on and we know obviously how good he can be. Curtis Jones came on and did all right. But, but straight away with Ben Doak, who's only 17, comes in and never really loses the ball. You know, puts the defenders under pressure straight away, doing whatever he wants really. Like, just try and run towards them and just being creative. I, I want to see him play more, but obviously I know that he won't play against Chelsea because it's Chelsea. But I can't wait for these young kids to actually start coming in the starting eleven, and, you know, become, hopefully, you know, great players with uh, who could become legends in the long term. Yeah, Doke, 17, and Pachetta, 18, like... Harvey Elliott, 19, like there's, uh, I mean, I think, not like we forget that Harvey Elliott's so young, but just because he's been around the team for, for a while now and, and whatever and getting the injury coming back and thankfully getting the goal and, and showing, shutting up the, the knobheads for a bit, that of question him and, I mean, the questions are mostly warranted just from the way, like generally how we've played, but I mean, his commitment and whatever being a, being a boyhood red, obviously you could see it in the celebration when he scored, so I'm, Happy to see him doing well, yeah. Doke, oh, fucking hell, can't wait, can't wait to see him getting runs in the in the team. Honestly, like he's gonna be. I mean, I don't want to bit like it's it's easy to big up players when they come in and they, they're showing loads of energy and pace and whatever. But I think like but he, he got skills though. You can see loads of young skill. players, you know, that they got that's hungry and shows that they they can be in this level. But he he just shows something extra. I hope I hope, obviously hope I'm 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 not wrong, but you can tell that he's got football quality. He just he just have it like he's 
He's yeah. a proper talent. We just need, obviously, not to rush him. But he, at the same time, he needs to play games to develop because he already that good that he can actually come in and play for us in you know forty five minutes in you know not in not a long time and even start games if he continue on this path. So you know that's that's not to say obviously he's gonna start to play you know instead of Salah, but he, he can come in and you know rest him a little bit you know to rotate and actually give him a little bit of experience. So um, that's really good for us. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, what he goes on to do. But yeah, I think Linda's mentioned like he's got the perfect combination of like speed and tenacity and ability to score goals and whatever. And he's completely like he's completely bypassed like the under twenty threes or whatever. Like he's just gone from like under eighteen yeah. straight into the first team and only special. I mean, it helps that it helps him a little bit in a in a way that we're sh- shit and we need some pace and whatever. And he's got it and he can come in and do a good job, but. Um, I mean, fucking hell, I can't wait to see how good he's going to be in the future. It's going to be very interesting. But yeah, Chelsea on Saturday, ninth versus tenth. Uh, we just need to, we just need to win. The wins have got to start somewhere. The wins have got to start somewhere. I mean, you'd say you'd say in previous seasons we're, we're more than capable of putting together like a ten-game winning streak. I mean, I, I firmly believe we're not capable of that at the minute. I mean, Wolves was a, a step in the right direction, but it's going to be hard to to do that with. Without the likes of Jota and Diaz, hopefully come back soon and can come straight back into the into the side and not get injured again. That's the ideal. Uh, but yeah, hopefully a nice win against Chelsea, and we will do a proper preview on that anyway on Friday when Klopp's done his press and let us know like who's fifth and whatever else ready for that one. Um, but yeah, uh, like we mentioned at the start of the show, if you haven't listened to the Carragher show yet, then please go and do so. Covered, covered loads of stuff. Uh, his top three moments, top three players he played with, top three players he played against. That was a difficult one for him. That took him a while to get to get them. He even <laughs> asked me for help, and I was like, "Oh fucking hell, I don't know." Uh, <laughs> Klopp and Gerard and Nunes, Gary Neville, Thierry Henry. Fucking hell, I feel like we talked we talked about everyone. But if you haven't listened to that yet. Then, or if you want to go and watch it, it is on the Patreon. If you want to go over there, uh, it's three quid. If you join, we'll give you a shout out. So, um, do do that if you want, because we'll give you a shout out. There's we're going to be sorting some other stuff in the future with other interviews. So all the video stuff will be going on there. Um, so yeah, if you want to go and have a watch or a listen, then please do, and we'll see you all next time. Nice one, everyone. Podcast Network.